squarely in the in the category of like the like concrete footed Peyton Manning, Tom Brady type, like no 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 lateral movement uh, in the pocket types. But well, I mean, it was the same way. But if the jumper's wet, it's wet. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers. We talk about college football, talk about lifestyle. You can find us on the internet, www.thewheelroute.com. We're at uh, Wheel Route Podcast on Instagram. Sorry, got out of order there. Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. Send us emails uh, or, or G chats will respond to um, at a later date uh, there. You can get the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Pod Center, Stitcher, etc. Jordan, I did get an email the other day that uh, we could be we could move the pod to a- uh, Amazon Podcasts if we really oh. would like to uh, submit the feed. So we, we'll look into that. We'll get the IT guy on that. Yeah, um, we'll need to take a look at some profit sharing numbers first. That's a good but. point. That's a good point. If we could just get across the scroll on uh, Thursday Night Football once or twice, that's really that's really all I'm looking for. Uh, but my name is Logan Whitehouse, and I am on Twitter at LogbonTheDonna. Come to you guys from Stewart, Florida, where um, it continues to be a little muggy. Um, I think we're transitioning seasons a bit here, but uh, we have some good days. We have some some wet days, and uh, we ha- you know, hey now, we we we've, we've been having more wet days than dry. If you know what I'm saying. Who else is here? Congratulations on <laughs> on staying hydrated. <laughs> you know yeah. Um, That's right. My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I'm a big proponent of hydration, as long-term listeners of the pods know. Power um, Hydrators Unite. Yeah, Harrisonburg. The the colors are starting to to really come through. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to call it peak foliage quite yet, because no, uh, that could be misleading. But kind of up elevated on my hill, there's some vibrant oranges and reds. It's nice to see when I go out for my my walk. Um, I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan. I would like to apologize for not congratulating Tom Kim on his second PGA Tour victory last weekend in Las Vegas, um, a city close to my heart, obviously. Um, he did it. He's he's making waves, and now, now the gang is over in Japan, I believe, for the Zozo Cup. So excited to see how that goes. Speaking of run at the uh, Jordan Spieth overwrought uh, caddy conversation crown, so I was I was about to bring that video up. It was wonderful. I loved it. Oh yeah, I, I find those videos very interesting. But sometimes oh, I, I would if if given the choice, I would pick like just that feed of like caddy oh, well, conversations yeah. over announcers every time. Except for, I actually, uncle, I actually like except for the Masters. I like the Masters commentators, but other than that. Well, that's just Jim Nance yeah. waxing lyrical about Well, and Uncle, turn it to Uncle Vern in the tower. I, just, the, I live for Vern in the tower. The, was it the 16th tower? 17th tower? 16th tower. 16th. I don't know. Yeah. Like a champion. Just every year, you got to respect it. Uh, anyways, in case you hadn't gathered, my name is Jason Kreck. I am also in Rocktown, Virginia. Lovely Harrisonburg. 
where it's been yeah i think we're starting to get the colors it's not there yet but it's been it hasn't been cold it's just been it's been good fall weather this week honestly crisp has been crisp uh, i think like the mornings and the evenings touch crisp and then the afternoons are like you know high 60s it's it's really good it's oh, good wow i'm happy yeah. for you guys i'm thrilled for you guys it's probably a little drier than florida though but you know that's true well we can't all be super moist um Anyhow, we're, we're going to, uh, the gang is going to Charleston next month mm. uh, for a long weekend. And nice. I'm excited. I'm excited to dabble in some some sub 80 degree temps, you know, maybe bust out the jeans. King Street season. Yes, probably have one of those babies in tow. I'm sure it'll be Got to. just a nonstop rager. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to a little, uh, uh, giving a little great white north in my life. Charleston, famous Yankee town. Yeah. It gets cold in Jacksonville, Jason. You know this. Is this going to be a with baby or without baby trip? Multiple babies. Okay. Yeah. First one venturing out, limping it, limping the Rav Four along the I ninety five corridor. Um, yeah, it'll be good. Turning and burning, baby. Charleston's one of my favorite places. Not that you know that that cements me as you know whitest and most basic dude alive, but um, still uh, a favorite it's of mine. An, you guys plan a trip to it's Austin. An easy next. answer. But it's we had to cancel one last very... time, last fall, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jordan. <laughs> what were you it's saying? an easy answer because it's very correct. It's, yeah, it's no, a great it's city. Tremendous food opportunities, great brewery scene, walkable yep. for the most part. Yep. Lots of nice things to see. Old architecture. I'm a sucker for the Georgian architecture, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. Right. Love a good parlor room. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. If you really got frisky, you could do like St. Augustine, Savannah, Charleston in like a, a week span and just yeah. sort of slowly progress in like more aggressiveness of uh, of city as you work your way north or you could decrescendo and on your way back down from Charleston but that's up to you three all three of those sounds lovely though good use of decrescendo thank you thank you I appreciate that all right what are you guys drinking tonight speaking of decrescendos uh I'm I'm just on a boring polar grapefruit for the, we're we're on a two week winning streak when drinking this during picks episodes, so mm. can't get up from a heater. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I have gone back to the old me and have a backbone lager from Delicious Devil's Backbone. Kind of, I think I'm running low on them eventually. I got to be cutting into the supply a little bit. Wow, yeah. you're gonna have to make a run. It's true. Um, I am just working on the flat water again because I'm a glutton for punishment and I'm ready to go one, three and one yet again on this beautiful, this beautiful weekend. Um, found myself at a, at a bit of a networking work event today and there was a sandwich and chip situation. Where macros carb, go the, to die. <laughs> the carbs really, the carbs really got, got out of hand. So I can't be drinking late night beers, but I promise you, you're never going to see a podcaster work harder than I'm going to work to make sure that I can drink beers on the podcast moving forward. So I just want you guys to know that. All right, well, this audio will stay on my hard drive for at least three more weeks. So careful Perfect. what you promised. We'll make the we'll put the plaque up um probably outside the Florida Club of that quote. Thank you. Thank you. Um Emily's brother sent me uh, a text today that only let me you know what actually let me find it because it was so it was so perfect and it doesn't matter really what he was talking about. Um, but he sent me a text that said God knows without booze, this would be a horrific experience. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Just put that on my tombstone. <laughs> God knows. 
applicable to many events. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, brother Andrew, newest Florida resident. Uh, That's right, newest Florida uh, man in in the mix. Um, all right, guys. Well, hey, welcome back. This is College Football Podcast, and uh, just wanted to see if you guys had any takes you wanted to revisit or or double down on. We had a sparkling <laughs> defensive coordinators conversation in in the in the uh, private text earlier today. I don't know if we want to bring that up. I, I don't really think we, we need can to. release that on our OnlyFans feed it's, later. That's that on week. the Patreon. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, just be thinking. Just be thinking, and uh, I'll be prepared to walk that one back uh, on Sunday. But TBD for now. Well, I thought All it was right. appropriate that we uh, we texted about defensive coordinators, and then Logan, you sent the. Uh, the Bud Light Limes in the back of a minivan <laughs> reference. Yeah, that was that was a classic. I don't know if I said that. Did I say that Jason too? No, I, I think I might have just said that one to Jordan. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I think Billy Napier was quoted as saying that like he was excited that the Gators have a bye week next week so that they could spend some extra time with recruits on Saturday night after the game and on Sunday. Because uh, they, they're having a big recruiting weekend for the LSU game, and uh, someone responded, "Oh, so they're not going to be drinking Bud Light limes out of a minivan?" <laughs> like famously, our guy Dan Mullen and Todd Grantham just pounding BLLs. Oh, uh, without looking up, do you either of you guys know where Coach Todd is right now? Is he Alabama? Oh, yeah, he's he's in uh, Coach Saban's school for Lost Boys. He is in the Reformation program. If Todd Grantham. <laughs> Becomes the, the full blown deez. <laughs> I can't even get through it. I can't even get through it. My body's nope. rejecting the state. Nope. 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 Todd Grantham, uh, uh, Alabama defensive coordinator. Virginia I, Tech graduate, Todd Grantham. Yeah, Bud Foster disciple, people are saying. Runs the exact same scheme, word for word. It's crazy. I don't know how. I don't know how, how else. Know how it didn't transfer eras or conferences. Me neither. <laughs> this is spiraling quickly. <laughs> Rue the day. But uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll get we'll get to that one in a little bit. But just just you know, just a little teaser out there, Bud Foster. I got some for you. All right, I got some for you, Bud Foster. All right, let's let's uh let's check out the weekend. All right, we got some Wednesday night lights going on right now. Louisiana is at Marshall. Uh, do we have a score update? Looks like I'm seeing three to nothing, Louisiana. No, it no? is currently seven to three, Marshall, with two fifty one okay. remaining in the second quarter. Okay. The, uh, the the little stat bug that I'm following must be woefully behind. So Yeah, yeah Marshall was making some interesting, like, fourth down calls in, yeah. in the first couple, quarter and a half-ish. But, uh, you know, doesn't, doesn't make any difference to me. It's the new wave. I'm not super plugged into this one. Right. Um, I think Thursday we have Baylor at West Virginia. I don't know if that one tickles anybody's face. Oh, sorry. Fantasy. I do want to go back to Marshall. Uh, Charles oh, Huff, a name that got tossed around for a lot of yes. openings last mm-hmm. year. Haven't heard mm-hmm. him brought up for hardly any I of I have heard him in so. conjunction with Georgia Tech. Okay. Well, that's Already. one more than I have seen. So, Which would be an opposite admissions standards situation for sure. But I think uh, <laughs> I think um, the idea of the sort of personnel guy as coach may be appealing to a place like Georgia Tech and Charles Huff, famously personnel guy. Baylor, West Virginia, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, West Virginia is kind of strange to me. I don't, I think I'm on record as saying I don't really love watching Baylor either, so I probably won't be tuning in too heavily, too heavy on this one, but um, I don't know. 
something to Wait, do on, watch on a week. Commanders play the Bears instead. I will, under no circumstances, be doing that. God knows, be opening all kinds of apps. Can you imagine just going through all the stress of opening Amazon Prime, finding the feed, watching it, and then tuning into Commanders Bears? Ooh, <laughs> what the Bears have done to Justin Fields is criminal. Criminal travesty. Yeah, gotta feel bad. Who had like Mike Glennon being better Bears quarterback than Justin Fields on their bingo card? You know. <laughs> That's, I did. I, for one, did not. That's really dark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Kansas is at Oklahoma. Weird one. Kansas's quarterback, Jalen Daniels, is not making Correct. the trip, I believe. Uh, there, was a bit of, there was a bit of weird scuttlebutt on the Twitters this week regarding his injury status. Yeah. There was like a so beat like writer from somebody, Kansas. Yeah. Basically, from what I could tell, like a an intern – with the newspaper tweeted that he was out for three weeks. Oh so, yeah. Not an intern. He's like an independent writer, but he does sometimes write for the You're paper, right. but yes, he's a freelancer. Um, and then like, I think he quote, uh, Daniels quote tweeted it himself and said, Oh, that's, that's news to me. Sheesh. Yeah. And then, yeah, sheesh. And then, um, <laughs> I think it was the Kansas head coach. Yes, it was. No one knows who it looks picture. like, but that was him. A picture of him in two pictures of him in his office, like looking very healthy and very intentionally raising his arms up above his head and all that stuff. Right. And so, so and I I do think officially he's not playing this weekend, but or I don't think he's traveling with the team this weekend, Oklahoma. But I don't know that his injury is as long term. But also nobody knows anything. They haven't they haven't commented. So for all we know, the well, guys. Oklahoma report- doesn't need to know how to stop anybody either so i don't well, know that it's gonna this matter. is true it's not gonna matter i think uh backup quarterback um his last name is bean his name jason bean yeah what a name tremendous tremendous football name jason it's a very bean. british name <laughs> yeah so, um he did fine last week so i mean I, I i'm not expecting a huge jump off from kansas but uh i think oklahoma was a slight favorite maybe isn't that much of a surprise but oklahoma has been like extremely Extremely bad the last. I have this line at nine for Oklahoma, right? Jeez, that is a lot of faith in a team that just got half a hundred. Texas, huh? Is Dylan Gabriel going to be back? Yeah, he's expected to play. Okay. Yeah, so that's a exchanging quarterback situation. You don't want to give Venables time with a backup quarterback either. You know, I've often said this. Uh, Do you know film on Jason Bean? (laughs) Well, he played last year. Oh, <laughs> might might have to go back and scrub that one. Yep. Yep. Um, Oklahoma has given up more than forty points three straight weeks, including twice at home. It's not great. Uh, what's the over under on this? Sixty two and a half. Hey now. Yeah. Hmm. Little sprinkle. Little sprinkly. So they're predicting. Let's. I don't even know what the math there is, but what, I mean, Kansas. Like, isn't exactly locking people up. They're giving up points. They've given 30, up points in most of their yeah. games. But so that's like 35, 28, something like that. No, 37, Ish, 28. In the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. All right. I dig it. <laughs> I do not trust Oklahoma. I would not touch this one because this has way too much volatility in my mind. But so it might be yeah. it might be worth a it might be worth a sprinkle on, on some on the uh the, the total TBD on that. Anyways. I mean, if the line's nine, I might like a fourth of a unit Kansas money line just just to get frisky. A fourth of a unit. 
All right. Um, <laughs> Miami is at VPI, Virginia Tech, the Hokies oh, this weekend. Awaken the echoes. Aw- yes, awaken the echoes of the Big East's two finest programs, duking it out, not happening on a Thursday. Um, uh, is this a, a well, would, would Stephen Godfrey label this an anxiety bowl? Is this an anxiety bowl for uh, these two programs? Like, which team is going to feel worse about losing this game? Because both teams feel bad about how this is going so far. I think Miami should feel worse about losing. Yeah, this game. I think is that so. just because VPI is already VPI <laughs> is so bad. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they have they have no star power. They have nobody on that side of the ball that remotely should scare their you. Their quarterback flashes randomly, and and you're like, okay, and then it just goes completely away. Like it just just disappears. I don't know if they only have like five goes plays. To Scott Loeffler. <laughs> oh Leffler, God! However you said it. Yeah. Lolfler, more Lolfler. like it. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't. I think Miami is like not good, but they are objectively having a better time about it than Virginia Tech is. Like they had one catastrophic week against Middle Tennessee State, That's where they, true, yeah. they gave right. up seven ninety-yard touchdown passes. Um, yeah, I mean, that, probably, probably, a, bit probably like, a bit of it. Probably a bit of an aberration. And yeah, Virginia Tech doesn't have anybody on their offensive side of the ball that's going to be yeah. a threat to do that. And like so. Miami went kind of toe for toe with a like probably somewhat above average UNC team. Like there's just no hope for this season for Virginia Tech at the moment. And so right. that's probably true. I, I, I guess I just was looking at this game. Like this game used to be a game worth looking forward to because oh, yeah, right? there was usually some juice to it and it, it feels it, rather juiceless. At, yeah, at the it moment. doesn't matter at all. Um, okay. You want to play guess the line? Uh, Miami five and a half. Oh, you cut out. Say that again. Miami by five and a half. Close. I know Miami by like, I was going to say one and a half, but it's seven. Oh, wow. Hmm. 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 IDK, IDK, bro. IDK. All right. Arkansas is at BYU. Shout out to Arkansas scheduling department for doing their team zero favors ever, ever. I mean, what a, what a murderer's row. And then you got to play this like a real just pain in the butt BYU team that isn't, I don't think that good, but not Arkansas, fun to play against. Arkansas is, yeah. Arkansas is doing the thing where they're like, I just feel bad for Arkansas, I guess. Is sort well, of they're extra not fun to play at BYU. Exactly. Know. That's true. They I, got I, special chromed out helmets this weekend. Oh no! Which might be Romney, a little flashy for the Mormon condition. A Romney but. boy, a Romney boy out here running around in a chromed out helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Fan, fan myself. All right. Yeah, I, I guess KJ Jefferson was hurt last week. Knocked out of the game. Didn't play. Kind of questionable there. We'll see if he plays. Um, but yeah, just it seems like the the body blow. Body blows are sort of stacking up on Arkansas now, and I just don't know that they have quite as much uh, um, depth. Or the scheme doesn't get do them any favors, just blowing their quarterback up every year and then wondering why he's hurt three quarter, uh, two-thirds of the way through the season, which seems yeah. to be a thing that happens. Probably just need to stockpile more K.J. Jeffersons in the offseason. Yeah, right. Just hulking, awesome, uh, you know, athletic quarterbacks. They grow on trees. Right. All right, LSU is at Florida. Another game that feels like weirdly juiceless compared to these games in the past. I do think both these teams, though, are 
maybe standing on the edge of having like a, a, a decent to positive, you know, season. Um, I think either I mean, Florida would be five and two if they won this game, which I think most I'll do the thing. Most Florida fans would have said, we'll take five and two. Now it's been kind of a circuitous route to five and two. And you never want your two losses to be Kentucky and Tennessee, because as a Florida fan, you feel like it's your birthright to never lose to Kentucky or Tennessee. But, um, you know, I, I, I do think there, there's some interesting bit, things to, to watch in this game. I don't think the advanced stats love Florida in this game, which is kind of, I find a little bit interesting. Um, because if you do the, which team has been like weirder, I think it might be LSU. Um, probably should have lost to Auburn two weeks ago and didn't somehow. Um, yeah. Got absolutely run out the gym by Tennessee. But I think, to, I, I heard Bud Elliott say today, Tennessee's average length of drive in that game was like less than 50 yards. So a lot of really weird, like turnover, luck, muffed kick, short field, you know, punt return situation in that game kind of snowballed on on LSU. Weirdly, they had a kick blocked, an extra point blocked um, to trying to tie the game against Florida State. Like they just had a weird year so far. So I don't know if they probably have settled where they should based on all the things I'm telling you. Um, but, you know, those are, I guess, all two games they lost and maybe one that they – they could or or should have lost based on how things played out. Florida's just probably been very similarly inconsistent. Um, I think uh, this game boils down to which quarterback plays better, to be honest. So we'll see. Yeah. Florida's defense really soft in the middle, giving up a lot of yards on the ground too. So, do we know we'll if uh, LSU's held any more players only meetings? I have not heard. But could could that could make the difference? You know, it could. It certainly, so we'll it certainly helped them out. Yeah, it certainly helped them out against Tennessee last week when the uh, kick returner got stoinked in the face mask on the first play of the game and, and gave the ball right to Tennessee. Um, Clemson is at FSU. I think this is an interesting game. The line was sneaky low in this game. I think I saw Clemson by like three and a half, hmm. which I thought was low. That might have been where it opened at or or where it was. Um, earlier in the week. I'm not sure where it is now, but uh, yeah, that to me, that seems a little low, but um, I think FSU is capable, especially on offense. I don't know how well they'll be able to bottle up. Clemson seems to be kind of rounding into shape a little bit offensively. DJU slanging that thing all around. He um, certainly looks more comfortable. But I, I would probably put Clemson's defense on par with NC State's, and NC State's defense had a pretty good time with Florida state in the second half of that game. I think there were some Florida state mistakes that compiled, you know, things, but yeah, I've got the line three and a half pretty much everywhere. I huh. participate. Does that sound low to you guys? Yeah. I would take Clemson. Little road dog. In fact, I just might. <laughs> <laughs> Little road dog situation. It might be worth a quarter unit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a quarter to a half unit. Uh, mercifully, UVA is on bye this weekend, so we don't have to talk about mm. that and have mm. rehash that conversation. It's going to be a I lovely weekend. So I tingly. feel it <laughs> down in my plums. <laughs> and uh, Crecky, the Dukes on the road in Statesboro. Yeah, heading down to scenic Statesboro, Georgia. I used to live in Statesboro. Did you know that? I think you had told me that. I've been to what, uh, what quadrant of Georgia is Statesboro located in? Located in southernish, right? Yeah, it's, I th- think it's south 
east, but I'm not 100% on that. I don't know if it's okay. southeast. Is it southwest? Maybe southwest. Just south middle? Oh, yeah, it's southeast. It's like, uh, it's probably an hour in, or so inland from Savannah. Hmm. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, I don't know that I would call that southeast. It's like straight no, east. That's, yeah. It's it's like central east of. Jacksonville. I was just thinking like it, it it's not like like about like it's not close to Jacksonville. No 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 no. It, yeah you, that's exactly right. Like southeast is probably below Savannah. It's not below Savannah. You're Valdostas, uh, Valdostas, your Brunswick's. Mm, mm, yes, of course. Um, so that's all the analysis I have for this game is where State's Pro is. Um, right. <laughs> no, it should be it should be an interesting game. I think play Hilton and them boys. Play Hilton and them boys. It's very weird. They're like air raidy now. Like immediately after being like triple icon, triple option icons for so long. Well, um, they've like they bounced back and forth. They did like some weird things because I think they tried to rinse the triple option out, and then like yeah. the fans revolted, and the coach did terrible, so he was up out of there. Did Brian Van Gorder coach this team briefly? There's a name I haven't heard in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about reviled defensive coordinators. Uh, Brian Van Gorder, he's on the Mount Rushmore. Um, Chief amongst them. So Brian Van Gorder was the head coach of Georgia Southern for one season. That's a great poll, Logan. Thank you. He took the – that's a remarkable poll. I had no idea. Um, But he led them to a 3-8 and record, which at the time was the worst record in program history. Just saying something. He is – this guy's – his Wikipedia is insane. He, yeah, this dude has been. He's the longest coaching history box I've seen on a coach ever. Twenty twenty two to present, he is the. Is he the defensive coordinator or is he the coach at American Heritage School? American Heritage is like a big time football program down here in nope. like South Florida. I don't know. It's. Can you imagine how difficult it's been to do his taxes? Just like <laughs> hopping from state to state, probably like so at the worst times possible for. He was the DC. Yeah, DC at Auburn. This guy has had some physics defensive coordinator. He's been the DC at Georgia, Notre Dame, UCF, Notre Dame, Auburn. See at Louisville. Yeah, Oklahoma State, Louisville. Yeah, Bowling Green. Wow, and Gulf Shores High School under Mark Hudspeth. Remember that guy? What a what a coaching staff there at Gulf Shores High School in Alabama. Former Oregon head coach. And the worst defensive coordinator in the history of college football. Team up to just tear up the Florida high school scene. This guy's scheming it up. All right. Well, anyhow. All right. Thank you. Thank you guys for building me on that. The Dukes are playing Georgia Southern. Yeah. What's uh, do we have a line on that, Jordan? Since Jason Jason won't say it, but I will. I think I saw it at eleven and a half today. For the Dukies. Yeah. Oh, road dogs. That's what they call them. They call them road dogs. Just kidding. They're not road dogs. Not so much, no. <laughs> road dogs. Clemson, but probably still work, worth another I, half year. I really wanted to say road dogs, so I just... Yeah. I, well, I'm, I mean, I they apologize. are Duke dogs, so they're That's technically right. always... I know. See, it would have been great. It would have been great. Yeah. Fave no. dogs. <laughs> you can, it doesn't you can work. keep workshop. I don't, think dogs, I, don't, I don't think dogs works. All right, we Jordan, welcome, take us. We welcome your suggestions in the inbox of the wheel route. Uh, right, we're, going, um, we're going six wide on picks this week, so Jordan, let's get into it. Yeah. That's right. Boys, we've got six ranked v. ranked matchups on the Hell board. of a weekend. Busy Saturday. So, yeah, so we're going to pick all of them, but 
we're going to do something slightly different with one of them that I will explain later. Later. Okay. Um, we're going to start at noon. I want to, hold on, I want to be clear. I don't think either of us know what we're doing, right? No. No. I, I, that's why I said I will explain that later. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that the listeners knew that we weren't explaining it to them. You were explaining it Yeah, no, it you didn't get the text that I sent <laughs> explaining in detail. But it's not that complicated. Um, Penn State is at Michigan at noon. This is going to be a normal pick game, so just calm, calm your nerves, Jason. MPG, um, normal pick game. Michigan is favored at home by a clean seven. Jason gets the start. Hold on a second. I hit the wrong tab, and chaos has been unleashed on my computer. Mm. What are you looking at there, Jason? Huh? Found it. Huh? Uh, I was looking at the pick spreadsheet, actually. Um, Michigan by seven. At home at noon. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Michigan. What are you? Why are you laughing at me? What did I do? Oh, it's just funny. You're just like Michigan by seven at home at noon. Just, just walking through, through his thought process. Yeah, Brian Van Gorder. Brian Van Gorder. How does yeah. Brian Van Gorder? What does that mean? Do we? What school was he closer to, and how can I pick hmm. against them? Um, I am going to take the Wolverines. I think. Uh, they are relatively untested, but I think they're still a pretty solid team. And it's Both not these like, teams haven't played anybody. It's, kind of, it's not like Penn State's gotten tests and they've not looked stellar as much as, you know, I think I have more James Franklin confidence than either of you, but uh, I don't think he's got the team to go into Michigan and and pull this off. So um, More JFC. More JFC than either of us. That's That's what we call it. That's what we've always called it, as long-time listeners will know. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Wolverines in front of the big house crowd. All right, I'm going to take Penn State. <gasps> I've got advanced stats on my side. SP Plus likes Michigan, though, from what I've seen. Um, I like the Penn State's coming off a of bye week. I am not scared by Michigan's defense because I think Maryland is the best offensive side they have faced so far. I'm not yes. sure how much water that holds at this point Great in the year. Um, I do like, like, Auburn is a mess, absolutely. But the way Penn State played on the road in that environment was impressive. And I don't need Penn State to win this game. I just need them to keep it, yeah. like, 24 to 20. So I will take Penn State. Um, I'm going to go Michigan here at home. I don't really love hitching my wagon to a Sean Clifford um, operation uh, on Penn State's side. Uh, I think the home advantage should be should be there. Both these teams really haven't played anybody like very good. I guess Penn State went and played in a tough environment at Auburn, but they had the much better time in that game than the home team did there. So um, I don't think Auburn's good either. To be clear, to be clear, in case you guys were wondering, I don't think emphasize this year. Um, so yeah, I, I like Michigan, and if given the opportunity, Jim Harbaugh really likes to like pile on teams, like just beat the hell out of teams. And if the opportunity arises here, I could see him uh, pushing to make sure that they, you know, they cover significantly. So uh, I like that as a potential. Just think there's probably a little more talent on Michigan side than Penn State. I think it should be a good game though. Um, Kind of interested to see in, how in this terms goes because like a noon big 10 kick we've done much yeah. much worse 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These these teams are, I mean, haven't probably like just like sat down and absorbed a ton of Penn State or Michigan this year outside of some of that. Um, well, definitely not a whole lot of Michigan. They haven't really played any like games I wanted to watch. You were enthralled by the Michigan Iowa contest. No, or the Michigan uh, Hawaii contest, or when they played Connecticut, or when they played Colorado State. So, yeah. I mean, basically, they've had four bye weeks, Jordan. I don't know why you're excited. Penn State's coming <laughs> off a bye. <laughs> but, yeah, nice. give, me, give me the Wolverines. All right. We now move into the 330 slot with three games to pick. Our first on the card is the one we're going to treat a little differently, unless you guys object. This is Bama at Tennessee. We have a quarterback injury issue. And so I'm going to bring a little of the real world into our, our options here, okay? So okay. you now have three options. We have a line as we record this Wednesday night. Bama is favored by seven. You can choose to pick on this line or you can choose to wait until we get more injury news, things of that nature, and pick the line as it shakes out as the invisible hand of the market moves it after that injury news comes out. When are we, is there like a time that we know the injury news is going to come out? I, well, I think for real world purposes, you can, you can fire your pick up to 3.30 PM Saturday. So we're going to treat this one like a, a live, a live bullet, so to speak. Um, Thanks, I mean, we'll be picking third. Yeah, I, I'll defer. I'll defer to Saturday. Yeah, I'm I'm abstaining here as well. Uh, looking at at the Michi or the the Tennessee experience, um, they give up some yards in the air, but I yes, don't know do. <laughs> that Joe Milrow is the guy to take advantage of that. Um, if Bryce Young is back there, I think I like my chances as Alabama to cover a lot more, but I want to. I want to know who's yeah. who's slinging the pill, so I'm going to hold off. And we can tweet. Yeah, I we think can tweet the deferred picks. Yeah, and, and just like from an analysis point, all, all good points there, Jordan. Love it. Um, I think Tennessee is an extremely good front-running team. Like they want to score 14, 17 points in the first quarter and kind of get you on the ropes and like get you pressing and, and playing their game a little bit. Um, Florida was able to get some stops on them. In, in their game, eh, kind of, I guess, and um, at least was able to, you know, get the ball back and, and kind of crawl their way back into that game. I like Bama's defense a lot more than Florida's. If Bama can get some early stops, I could see this one, like, heavily tilting towards Alabama. Um, but if Tennessee, I, I'm going to be very interested if it's 14-3 to three at the end of the first quarter, Tennessee or something like that, just because they're able to score. But, uh, again, I, I, I like – how Tennessee is doing things. I just wonder sometimes if like it's a bit tenuous and schemey and like in the same way that they've been very successful this year, we've seen <clears throat> like these UCF teams burn their defenses up by going three and out really fast. And you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we've seen a high pull team um, really not be able to do like the game management stuff that's required to maybe <clears throat> stay in the game with Alabama. And conversely, if Alabama is able to run the ball in Tennessee, this could be a long day for Tennessee because they could just hang on to the ball and run it. And um, They probably just know they need to make a couple stops. So I, I think this should be – this is going to be, like, again, another fun middle 
game, but I would be very cautious to be like too bullish on Tennessee. Just say that. All right. So I'm going to defer my pick. Logan, you are deferring as well. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. I'm leaning to pick towards picking Bama anyway, but if 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 things creep down a little bit, I, I think it would be even more in my favor to wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm at the exact same boat. Is There's a decent chance that the only – no, that's not true. I I would be kind of surprised if Bryce Young played, so I think the line is going to shrink and I'm still going to take Bama. So. All right, well, we will put a pin in that. Interesting. We'll dust off the wheel route Twitter account to to make it official at some point between now and kickoff. They got to um, give Bryce Young whatever they're shooting into Ventral Miller, Florida middle linebacker's foot. <laughs> that guy's playing with a broken foot and is like does three days of rehab and then takes a numbing shot every every Saturday and just goes out there and makes like fourteen tackles and looks like an absolute madman. <laughs> I cannot that's imagine. Be so like. I mean, that's got to be borderline dangerous, though, if you, like, just can't feel most of your foot, like. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. Welcome to football. Yeah. Shame on me for caring about player safety. <laughs> Anyhow. Fans try to get paid, you know. Hey, aren't we all, brother? Um, our next 330 contest takes us to the Big 12, where Oklahoma State is at TCU. TCU favored by three and a half. Logan. TCU favored by three and a half, you say. <sighs> hmm. There's something about Oklahoma State, you know? What people are saying. What is um, what is Oklahoma State up to? Yeah. Um, I'll I'll go TCU here. Home game. They've been just the more successful team on the whole from a, uh, from a stats point of view. Um, Oklahoma State doesn't run the ball particularly well. I mean, this has Big 12 shootout pew-pew written all over it, which I'm looking forward to, but that line doesn't scare me off. I like TCU. They, they, they seem a little bit, maybe a little bit tougher than Oklahoma State, but I mean, I think these teams are pretty similar, just like profile-wise, yeah. but um, TCU seems like they could – they, they have a little bit more pop on offense than Oklahoma State, and I, I like that, and especially if they're going to be at home. Um, I really want to take Oklahoma State here, but I don't think I can justify it. That's um, for Sanders. They can't really they're – not, they're not really good at stopping the pass, um, like, like really bad at it. And so now some of that comes with being ahead for a lot of times, but they're tied for one twenty eighth past defense. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not good. They're not good. Um, no, no. Yeah, no, no, TCU no. at home. That line still feels pretty small. Um, they got all the momentum. So yeah, Hernid Frogs. Jason's all second right. favorite Big Twelve team. That's right. Yeah, co co favored. It's it's okay to like multiples. Um, Depends on the week. I'm going to take OK State here. Both of the nerds I follow, uh, Advanced Stats, Parker and uh, Bill C, SP Plus, they both like OK State. Um, I also, like, TCU didn't really control the Kansas game necessarily with a backup quarterback in. And this may be the, like, the moment in 2022 where I get too far out over my skis with Spencer Sanders. 
Um, but to this to this point, he's done me well. So <laughs> it only I will, happened like six straight years because he's been there for forever. Yeah, well, we reach a point in each season where that happens, and I think to his credit, it gets progressively further and further into the season. Um, True. So I'll take OK State on the road here. Our final 3.30 event is in the ACC Atlantic. We've got the Wolfpack of NC State in the Carrier Dome, the artist formerly known as the Carrier Dome, anyhow. Um, the Orange are favored at home by three and a half, and Jason gets to start. The Orange. That's a very weird line. I'm taking NC State here. Um, you know their quarterback's out, right? Who Leary is? Yeah. Okay. I think that's why the line is what it is. And the guy they brought in against Florida State did bring them back, but did not attempt to pass. So just, I mean. Leadership. Who's to, who's to yeah, say that what's was, going uh, Jack, wasn't it? Yeah. Or Charles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jack. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, now I'm even more convinced. So. <laughs> Um, I, I yeah, think you I'm can't reverse your pick after that, Jason. Yes. Sorry, after the reminder of oh, sweet it was Jack. Charleston Southern Jack. I can't, I can't pick back. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know that Syracuse is awesome. Um, yes, join the right side are, of history, Jason. They are undefeated. They, they are is, undefeated, which is wild. There's a. Not a good one, and I wouldn't try to make it. There's almost a case to be made that JMU's played a harder schedule. Um, oh, now we're getting into walk-back take territory. I like this. I like this. What, am I? Almost oh, a like, case. Th this will be one I eventually have to walk back, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, probably so. Almost certainly. <laughs> Um, Listen, we all got to get one so we can participate yeah. in this segment. But I'll, so. I'll fire that out there. Like They have beaten Louisville at home at UConn, home Purdue, Home Virginia, home Wagner. Um, that's a that's a tight race. So yeah. I, yeah. I how many I how many the, games have the Dukes closed out with a running clock though? I mean, uh, got established dominance. One Norfolk State they ran the clock. Or no, so they just shortened it to ten minutes. Sorry, they didn't run the clock. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess Same that vibes. was the Wagner thing. Yeah. Anyhow, Literally anyhow, you you on NC State? All that I'm going to take NC State. I I think they still have the dudes. Um. I think they're more battle-tested. I don't love that Syracuse has had a bye week, but it was coming off an yeah. FCS win, so they've kind of not had top competition for in a while. They at played least Virginia three weeks that. Yeah. since the game before that was Virginia. Um, hey, so, which they almost lost. Which they did almost Be lose. Very, so very I, clear. <laughs> I, am, I am unconvinced that Syracuse is should be favored at home against NC State. Yeah, Jason, I'm also going to take NC State. Um, despite the quarterback switcheroo. I I think back to the Bronco Mendenhall era and cannot recall like ever being excited to see what new stuff the offense did after a bye week. Um, was never impressed with what Dr. Bob added you know, or, or they have left tackle back there taking taking uh yeah. wildcat snaps. So I'm not like I'm not totally worried that Syracuse just like got notably better during their bye week. Um, I am a little concerned that just like NC State may be a little gassed 
They're coming off Florida State and Clemson games back-to-back, which in the ACC uh, is about as murderer's row as you can get. Um, But, Mm -hmm. again, like Syracuse probably should have lost the Virginia game, definitely should have lost the Purdue game um, if it were not for any of the 113 penalties that Purdue committed to get for uh, Syracuse down in the scoring range. So I'm going to take NC State and not feel great about it, but the uh, the advanced stats in SP, SP Plus both like the Wolfpack as well. Yeah, so the line here is Syracuse by three and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. I mean, I might KOD it here for us, but I'm going to go ahead and, and hop on NC State as well. I guess I just have a tough time Syracuse being like favored by more than three in any situation against like a, a plausible team. Like NC State's defense is good and should, I mean, played at, you know. And it's fairly, probably the best defense Syracuse is going to face yeah. to this point in the year. Correct. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and take the Wolfpack here too, but I don't plan on this game being like an enjoyment. Uh, enjoyable football experience let's say that yeah sickos only in the viewing party i love I speaking love of sick- sickos yes we've got mike leach at 7 30 traveling to take on the kentucky wildcats and a quarterback who puts mayonnaise in his coffee um and, and eats bananas with the peel on don't allegedly. forget that yeah allegedly. the bulldogs of mississippi state are favored on the road so Technically road dogs, but not at the book. Uh, Favored (laughs) on the road by six and a half. And I'm going to take Kentucky here. Um, I I haven't really uh, taken in much of Mississippi State football to this point. So I'm working off of a little ignorance here. Um, I, I also am kind of banking on like, Will Levis kind of got to get it going, like really got to get it going. Is he playing? He didn't play last week. He did not play last week, so. All right, well, let me uh, me just do a quick Google here. (laughs) The most most prepared. He is set to to play, according to SB Nation. He's got a foot, yes. Seaofblue.com says he has a foot injury. But there was a Rich Scangarello gave an encouraging update on Will Levis the other yesterday. So. Yeah, so seven hours ago, apparently, SB Nation says football QB okay. set to play versus the Bulldogs. So, yeah, I think home field's got to be worth something. I think Stoops is a decent coach. Um, again, like, I don't, I don't know of anything at Mississippi State that necessarily puts fear into me. So... This is this is an apathetic pick, but I'm I'm taking the home <laughs> six and a half points. Um, I kind of like Mississippi State here. I think I'll I think I'll go with Mississippi State. They uh, defense has been playing well this year. Um, Kentucky is not going to do a whole lot to you to really stress you out. Um, Mississippi State's really only played one like bad quarter this year, and that was giving up 14 points to LSU in a quarter, and and what ended up being a close game that they lost. That's their only loss. Um, yeah, Kentucky is doing the thing where um, they 
beat Florida. It's their Super Bowl, and they kind of just peter out the rest of the year. And their quarterback is also sort of hurt. I, I don't know. I just they they haven't they don't they don't appear to be getting better. And I you know I'm sort of half making a, a joke there about them beating Florida and, and treating it like their Super Bowl. But you know they 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 don't appear to be getting better. They certainly don't appear to be getting healthier. They did get Chris Rodriguez, the running back, back, and that like has not helped them their rushing game at all. They are like bad rushing the football. Their offensive line's terrible. Mississippi State's defense is okay. Mississippi State scores points. So, and Mississippi State sneaky has actually been running the ball um, a little bit, which is kind of interesting. of Of late, this has been a late development. They ran the ball pretty well last week. Um, and, Focusing on the uh, short term trends, I like that. Right, right, right. So uh, I'll go ahead and, and go Mississippi State here, but um, I don't know. Leave it to Kentucky to muck this up and like lose by like four. You know, just because. They hate me. 34-30. I can see it in the stars. And I them. If this Kentucky offense gets to 30, that would be awesome. Like I said, they're rich man's Iowa. I mean, they, they probably should have beat Ole Miss, and they just had terrible turnover luck. Well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing so many turnover-worthy plays. <laughs> There's a stat for you. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Stats, boy. <laughs> So aggressive <laughs> for no reason at all. No, listen, I, I love a turnover worthy play. My quarterback does one every other play. So, I mean, yeah, some would argue they're all turnover worthy. I'm a master <laughs> of, I'm a master of IDing turnover worthy. I was, plays. I was born in the turnover worthy place, <laughs> raised in it. Yes. Um, that being said, I do, uh, Yeah, I'm going to take Kentucky here. I think them giving points at home is enough for me. Um, I think they probably did not enjoy practice this week um, after that South Carolina game. Um, Mississippi State's going on the road for the first time in a month since they played at LSU and lost. Um, it's true. Yeah, I think I, – I don't disagree with you, Logan. I don't think that, like, Kentucky is moving, trending in the right direction, but um, – I don't know. I guess I'm just not scared enough of Mississippi State quite yet. So I'm going to take Kentucky. <clears throat> All right. It's a good size line. That, 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 it's an ask for, uh, for Mississippi chunk. State to cover. Yeah. Our final offering of the evening on the, on the card this week a Pac 12 battle between USC and the Elevation Boys of Utah. This is at Utah. We've got home favorites by three and a half are the Utes. And Logan gets to start. Love the Utes. Love the love the elevation boys here. Utah does is a completely different team at home than they are on the road, be that because of the elevation or home field advantage or, you know, creative clock operators, whatever it is. Good for them. Um, they coming off a disappointing game. I believe they lost last week, so they will be focused, locked in, ready to hit some people. USC has not, in my mind, probably played a defense or a team as physical as Utah. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Utah is they're going to probably need to score some points in this game, but uh, yeah, I just I, th- I think the physicality of Utah ends up weighing out uh, at home at elevation things of that nature. Um, this is mostly just kind of a vibes pick uh, because I think there's a lot to like on USC side of the ball, right? They're moving the ball yeah. really well. They're scoring plenty of points uh, for the most part. 
Um, but they've let some teams hang around that haven't been overly impressive. And uh, I think Utah's going to be easily their, their toughest test so far. So give me the Utes. Uh, yeah, fully fully seconded. Um, I think Utah still, like you said, tougher. I think they're, they're going to be a very mean team at home uh, at night against USC. And I'm, I think USC is, is a very good team and going in the right direction, but you, you took the words out of my mouth. I don't think they've played somebody kind of in the same mold as Utah. Um, Utah coming off the loss on the road at UCLA, speaking like another practice week that probably was not super delightful. Um, uh, I like Utah's rushing attack against USC. Just a lot of reasons to go with the Utes. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna make it a consensus pick. Uh, you guys know it. I love Elevation Boys when they are at home in friendly confines. Um, I don't know that USC and all of their Oklahoma transplants necessarily have the necessary dog in them <laughs> quite yet to like win this type of rock fight. Um, but I'm excited to watch it. Like I mm -hmm. will, I will be tuned into this one much more intently than the Mississippi State game. So I'm going to take Utah. Excited to see if Cam Rising can take advantage of what's been at times a kind of lackadaisical USC defense. So go Utes. Yeah, I so, wonder. Yeah. I wonder if if. Um... If USC is just going to become just pure uncut Oklahoma, you know, like that, that would be an interesting uh, destination for them. Cause when we've seen USC be really good in the past, like they've had like generational talent on the defensive side of the ball as well. Your Troy Palomalu types. Um, anyhow, I, I just, I, I'm there. What they had the linebacker, was it Ray Malaluga or whatever? He was really good. They've, they always have seem to have, um, some, like, yeah, exactly. Some some impressive players. So I, uh, you know, not that Lincoln Riley can't recruit, but this was the knock on him at Oklahoma. At Oklahoma was that the defense just kind of like wasn't able to keep up. So it's just something to keep an eye on. I wonder if like you know does this is it time for Alex Grinch to 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 go away to get and, his comeuppance in yes, in the group text. <laughs> People are saying it might be time <laughs> to go the way of Brian Van Gorder and them boys. So, all right. Well, uh, busy week, uh, busy Saturday and uh, and weekend. So it should be uh, a lot of action. So buckle up, boys. Yeah. Plan on busy busy day on the link. Busy weekend on the links for you too. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, we we look like we've got some good weather in store, which is nice. Um, Beautiful. Should be 18 holes in Staunton on Saturday morning, bright and early, with friend of the program, Connor Whitehouse, at his local country club. And uh, it's a $5 Patreon level, uh, is, is you get to play, you get to pay to play golf with, with the Wheel Route Boys. Right. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday morning, we're going to hit the, hit the Harrisonburg Muni. That's probably in better shape than most country clubs in the valley so very much in better shape. <laughs> awesome very good i gotta figure out when i'm playing this weekend I'm try to get out once um 
TBD. Yeah. Are, are you still are you still attacking the mat and the net in in the backyard, or is that tapered yeah, off? Or? That's tapered off a little bit. I've I've chipped a bit. Um, some of my issues involve me needing to see how much my ball is tailing, <laughs> and the net see actual trage may potentially reinforce some bad habits uh, currently. So I mean, if you're just looking to you know get some swings in and hit balls, then it's fine. But um, but yeah, I, we have options close by. I can go hit balls. So I, I did that. I tried to do that yesterday. Was met with the, uh, the the attendant informing me that the range was too wet. I I would Can't challenge. Be. I would challenge that uh, designation, but that's okay. And uh, but instead, you know, we did my favorite thing ever, which is to lay like fifty balls on the ground and just chip them all at the same pin. So, you know, I got the seventeen yard. <laughs> All all trajectories, 17 yards. You that exact distance I'm laying up to 16 and a half yards all day today. Got yes. <laughs> yes. And then I can give you one of five different, you know, shots with a variety of wedges and, and hybrids and, and putters. But um, I need to be that distance. That's that's the key. <clears throat> so we'll see how it goes. Well, sounds like fun. I hope you guys are able to bask in the glory of college football. Jason. Are you gonna are you gonna be locked into games? Do you have to go uh do you I'll have to be, watch I'll be attentive wherever I am? You gotta watch you're, are you gonna request on the, the clock walking watching the Dukes on. or I yeah, I will haven't put it on the track, man. Um oh that's right. You're gonna be you're, you're, I'm not, you're doing you're doing the tour the tour of the valley. Tour to Standardsville. Um gross. Yeah, tour to Standardsville. I'm bouncing around, bouncing around a little bit. Gonna go see if I can eyeball some some wedges um because clearly that's what's wrong um it can't be it can't be my complete lack of touch around the greens um but yeah i'll, I'll be i'll be plugged in i i am not uh, on duty in any way shape or form on saturday oh, okay gotcha. at 4 p.m but um i will be i will be eyeballing everything perfect awesome cool all right i'll bring it home Thanks for joining us at Wheel Route Podcast on Instagram, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. Thewheelroute.com is the website. You can go there. You can stream the show there. You can see the pics there. And you can uh, also stream the show from your favorite podcast acquisition service. <coughs> Excuse me. Until we meet again, go Gators. Go Hoos. Go Dukes. Go Dukes.